Hello, how y'all doing today? I'm your host, Christopher, and today I'm going to be coming from Daniel chapter 3, verses 8 through 18, and they read, Therefore at the time certain Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews. They spoke and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lowry, and psaltery, and symphony with all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now, if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, and symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O King Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God who we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you you have set up and the topic for this is going to be the fire that elevates and I want to speak from a place of servitude and I want to say as long as you go with the status quo you will remain among the heathen I say this because not only do you see elevation here you see the elevation with David Daniel Abraham and countless others the exceptional sacrifice in the face of of death and adversity catapulted them into positions that serving would have never landed them in. And all these men did was to stand up for what they believed in. And I know that when we get into these types of messages or these types of words, we put all the emphasis on the characters and what they did. And what they did is important because what they did gave them a name, but what God did gave them the position of power. You see, man can't stop fire from consuming, but God can. Man can't stop the effects of heat and smoke, but God can. Man can't open the eyes of a king to see the fourth man in the fire, but God can. This is a message about what man did to provoke God to respond in power. And what they did would appear to be blatant disrespect towards the king, for the king made a statue of himself for all to worship. But the refusal of three men brought about a great change in the kingdom that day. There is always going to be people watching you even when you think that no one notices you. But in this case, there were those who lay in wait to catch them in disobedience to man or disobedience to the king. But what they didn't bank on was 
that the three Hubu boys or Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego was riding with the same person that put the king in his position. Sometimes it's easy to see how a position can seem powerful and it can be for the right people and for the right reasons. The only thing to question is when it comes to positions is motives. What is your motive for taking this position? Is it glorifying you or is it glorifying God? When we come with the wrong motive, the effects could be catastrophic. In this scenario, the intents of man to make an example out of other men brought glory to the name of God, but it came at the expense of another man's anger and rage and other men dying because of a single man's ego. That day, people died, but not the ones that death was intended for. You see, this day, was like any other day. The men gave prayers to God. The men did what they what they knew to do and what they always did to God and God alone. But just because the king made a decree, though he is in a position of power, doesn't mean his words overrule the command of God. And we see in this thing that the king did, he sought to make his name great or make himself greater than he was. He was puffed up with pride because of a position he was holding, but somebody should have told him what happened to King Saul. The most dangerous thing about positions are if you don't have humility, you put yourself in danger of the fire. You see, there is no fuel for humility. Either you give God the glory or you will seek to take the glory for yourself. And Abba Father is the only one who is going to get the glory. You see, the king was full of the thing that causes a man to fall. Pride, for it is the pride that comes before the fall of man, not humility. That usually comes after the fall. It's dangerous to let pride creep in. It's a silent killer of character. You see, when pride comes in, tact goes out the window, poise leaves, and you are left with an ego that feeds pride the life it needs to destroy you. Maybe you don't feel like pride is there, but those that stand by can tell by the way you talk. And if you are not overshadowing your Holy Ghost, he will tell you the same thing. I know because I was there and it's not that I thought I was better than anyone else, but the work that God called me to and the blessing that came with it puffed me up. And as long as I was on the job, I was humble. But the minute I was off the job, I heard arrogance come out of my mouth and I caught it. So did my wife. And I was ashamed that I spoke as if I should be esteemed because of my status. And at that moment, I went to the person I asked for forgiveness and I went to God and repented for I acted that way. Because of what the fire did for me, it elevated me. What God meant to elevate him also elevated me. You see, where the work was, I was faithful in it. And it came with much perseverance, much fasting and prayer, much toiling. But the minute I got a break, it was like entitlement stepped in. Not that I knew it stepped in or I was aware that it stepped in. It just did. And if you are not careful, you will allow things to come upon you that should not be named among you. And it will happen so fast that if you don't check yourself or have somebody to check you, that you will think that you are okay, that you are just good. 
But I thank God for the ability to hear the spirit when it concerns me because I have to be first partaker of what he is saying. And I thank God that I have an honest wife. No matter what my position is, I can rest assured that if she catches anything, she is going to say something. And we all need that kind of accountability around us. I want to say if nobody can say anything to you about you, then maybe you need to check yourself because you can't be so inconsistent control that everybody around you is afraid to even speak up because of the backlash they are going to receive from you. That's not God. That's a bruised ego. And that is the doorway for offense to come in. Don't get me wrong. And there will be many that are offended by you, but you shall not offend anybody intentionally. Yes, they will be offended by the truth, but the truth is not supposed to offend. It is supposed to make you free. But because they are carnal, it will offend many. You see, when the Hebrew boys were bought before the king, they said, O king, we have no need to answer you in this manner. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. If not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image that you have set up. And in the fiery, in the fury of the king's anger, he called for the furnace to be heated up seven times more than before, and he called for his strongest men to bind them up and cast them into the fire. And I want you to understand that in the fire is where everything will let you go. The binds, the chains, the yoke, everything will let you go. But when they let you go, just remember pride will try to attach itself because every time you rise above one thing, another thing is going to try to tear you down. Another level, another devil is what they say. The truth is, we feel like we are at the mercy of the enemy, but the fact remains it's because of us, he still has a job. Because when we look into the world today, everything looks the same, but God has a remnant set apart for the work that is at hand. And if we would grab a hold of the horns on the altar of righteousness and receive the oil that he is pouring out, we will be grafted in for the work that he has for us. For the harvest is many, it's the laborers that are few, and we are coming into a season of harvest. The question is, will you be ready for the work? There is a parable about ten virgins, five had oil and five didn't, and the bridegroom tarried, and they all slumbered and slept. All of them did the same thing, all slumbered and slept. But when they said that the wedding was ready, the five that had oil went in, and the five that didn't went to get oil. But when they returned, they couldn't come in because the door had been shut should. And this lets us know that we must prepare now for the coming that when the time arises, we will be ready for whatever comes when it comes. Because when it comes, we will be elevated. There are some things that come along with the situation that Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego found themselves in. And that thing we call today is a rock and a hard place. But they say they arrived at the place of opportunity. The place to stand up for the one and only God that they know. You see... 
We can say you will know a tree by the fruit it bears. And we see that they are fruit from Daniel's tree. Daniel took them under his wing and they became great in the kingdom because of what they can, because of the way they conducted themselves and the God they served and represented. It started with a lifestyle, not a fast. And they were elevated. Then they come to this point of refusal to worship a golden image of a king and they got elevated again and at and this time it comes with reverence to the god who is able to deliver them from the fire that elevated god name and theirs when you do things for god you don't have to make your name great he would do that when god is the focus you don't have to worry because no matter what happens you win because we know all things work together for the good of them that love god and to them that are called according to his purpose if god is not our focus we will miss his purpose and the people that are attached to the assignment that he has on our lives do not despise trouble, for the Bible says the days of a man are few and are full of trouble. So trouble is destined to come, but it is God who will deliver us out of it all. Yes, we are in a fixed fight, but even though it's fixed, we must fight and we must fight back. If not, we are carrying the sword for nothing. Because the sword is what cuts to the dividing asunder. Trouble is the way the sword is sharpened. Because trouble pushes us into God and his word. To escape the harsh realities of life. Because we know that in him and his word is where we will find the peace we need and the strength that we need to keep pressing. Not only does fire elevate, it also reveals. It reveals who you are and what you are about because on the outside, they look like everyone else. But, but in the fiery furnace, they walked with one. Mm. Only the devil could recognize because he had seen him when he was in heaven. We see how the enemy sought to destroy them by fire. But the fire is what changed the whole trajectory of the decree that the king had set in motion. The fire is what caused that statue to become a thing that no longer had attention because God became the focus of attention when he delivered them out. Not only out of the fire, but out of the hand of the king, the king made a decree himself. The one that didn't believe in that God, the one that didn't trust in that God, the one that only trusts in his idols, he made a decree. If any people, nation, or language that speak anything against the God of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, that they would be cut into little pieces and their houses will be burned down because there is no other God that can deliver like this. And then they were promoted in the province of Babylon. This wasn't their first promotion, but this was their second promotion. The first promotion came because of their wisdom and their knowledge. The second promotion came because of their tenacity for God and their unwillingness to give up. And I want to say today that God is calling us to a position to be that guiding light. He's calling us to a position to be just as they were. To stand in the midst of opposition, to stand in the midst of everything that is wrong in the world and decree and declare that God is still God and he is able to deliver. That is the position that we must stand in today of telling the people that God is still God and he is still able to deliver and he will deliver as long 
as we do what we are supposed to do. And today, that is the word. That is the word, the fire that elevates. And it's not simply because of a furnace, because we in our lives, we go through different things. We go through troubles. We go through pains. We go through heartbreak. We go through all these different situations and scenarios in life. And we all come to a place that if something is not elevated in us, if something is not revealed in us, then we will remain stagnant and we will be stuck. But at this point in time, that fire that you have been going through, the fire that you have been encompassed by, all the hell that you are going through and went through and that may still yet be ahead, it is not supposed to stop you. It is supposed to push you into God. It is supposed to push you into the place where God gets the glory out of your life because that fire is the place that elevates. That fire is the place that reveals who you are and what you are about. And today, I want you to understand that you are loved and the fire and all the hell and high water that you have been through is to elevate God in your life. And when God is elevated in your life, God will elevate you also. Y'all have a blessed day.